Okay, man, it's hot in here. A lot going on, man. <laughs> uh, I hear you, bro. I hear you. Anyways, man, listen, Jordan, I know you're busy. I know you got a lot of things going on. But first of all, my name's Abdi. I do appreciate you for joining Technical File Podcast. Of course. You know what I'm saying? Of course. Like, I appreciate you. You know, if you guys don't know who Jordan Jones is, he's starred in South Central Love, sitcom Rel, and he's starring in one of the best hit shows out right now called Bel Air. Yeah. And yes, sir. If you guys don't know what role he plays, he plays jazz. And if you don't know who jazz is, then you don't know what Fresh Prince of Bel Air is or what Bel Air is at all. Jordan, man, how you doing today? Man, I'm doing great, man. I'm blessed, highly favored, and uh, just happy to be here. Thank you for having me. You know, I was rushing around a lot today, but besides that, all good, all gravy. All good, all gravy, man. That's what I like to hear, man. Listen, again, I know you on like a time constraint thing, so I'm going to try to do this. No, we good now. <laughs> we good now. Nah, yeah, I'm going to throw a couple questions out there. If you can't answer, it's cool. But I really do want to know, like, in the acting business and just the career alone, it's, it's a tough business to get into. What was the greatest inspiration for you? Or, like, the, the, who inspired you or what inspired you to get into where you are right now? Uh, I mean, um, as actors, uh, I would say, like, and not to be cliche, but, like, Will Smith, and Martin Lawrence, uh, Eddie Murphy. Uh, Martin Lawrence and Eddie Murphy for like the physical comedy. Um, Will Smith for just watching him and knowing his story that he did the Fresh Prince and it was all like kind of on a whim, like he was an actor. And from there he kind of could get better. And uh, him doing certain scenes in the Fresh Prince where people were like, oh, this dude can really act. And then, you know, his, his career taking off and just being a, a younger guy I was always like a class clown. and I, I always was watching Fresh Prince. And I know it's funny that it would sound cliche if Fresh Prince really wasn't a lot of people's favorite show, but like definitely believe like I'm not bullshit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, in no. the day, yeah. I watched Fresh Prince growing up almost every single day. It's still mm -hmm. on today. You know what I'm saying? So just seeing him and knowing his journey from a young age, I was like, I feel like I could do that. Now I'll say that I think my biggest inspiration to act though is my mother. And my mom is also an actress. Uh, her name is Tosha Story. She's in the Oval. She's a young and restless. And I think that my biggest inspiration is her just because for, just because she actually didn't want me to act. She didn't want me to act because she knew the, the journey was tough and the role was tough. Um, and I still want to do it anyway. And I would say that acting is really hard, you know? Like, I'm talking about, like, getting a main role. And people think, oh, I'm going to come to L.A., I'm going to act. And then boom, I'm gonna be on TV immediately. That's not how it goes. Now, for me, it kind of went like that, right? So, like I say, like when I first started acting, within like five months, I was had a series regular on the Rail Show. Now, between that and this, though, was probably one of my hardest times. Not like you know I was gonna quit or anything, but being on a show every single week, like every Sunday, to not being on TV every week, even if you're still on TV, I've been in snowfall and certain things like. It's still different. Shout still out, different. shout out, shout out to Bo. If, if you guys you know don't what I'm know, saying? Shout out to Bo so <laughs> um, yeah, man. And I think that well, I say my mom is my greatest inspiration because she's the person that kept me going. And like I said, not that I was going to quit, and not that like I told her mom to quit, and she kept me going in that way. But seeing my mom's journey, my mom was an actress before I was born. 
And then up until I was five, then we moved to LA from Dallas. And my dad wasn't around. Dad left the family. And so my mom had to put her acting on hold. And it's so funny how God works. When I turned, uh, not 18, when I graduated college, my mom started acting again and then she started getting back and stuff. And so when I went through this kind of period where I just, it's not about you too. Acting is not about you. It's just like, if a part is for you, it's it's for you. You know, it's not about, oh, I messed up that audition and stuff like that. That's usually not why you don't get a role. It's usually because they just have somebody else in mind. Somebody owes somebody a favor. Hollywood is Hollywood, you know, this and that. But during my course of after being on the rail show and then, yeah, on Snowfall and stuff like that, but it wasn't really like where I was trying to be. Um, I would always just think about my mom's journey and how she had to stop. And I was like, if my mom didn't quit, I can't quit. You know what I'm saying? My mom is the most, uh, just the most strong, like the strongest person I genuinely know. Uh, just by being a single mother, you know, raising me, um, putting me through the best schools and not really having it, but still doing certain jobs. My mom was a substitute teacher for a while. She was a motivational speaker. She did a whole bunch of stuff so she could put me through school. And so seeing my mom's journey, when there was times where I was like, man, this is so hard. I was like, nah, I, I won't quit though. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes it's hard, like, not sometimes it's hard, but you wouldn't rather in this acting world, like, you know, everybody who wants to be an actor or any type of entertainment, they want to do that forever. But if you're not doing it, you're kind of like, okay, like, what else do I got to do to provide? You know, at the end of the day, I still got to put money on the table. So it was like, at the end of the day, part of me was like, okay, do I get another job? Do I, you know, I still got to provide and pay the bills. And, uh, you know, I just thank God for, you know, this opportunity that brought itself about. And, you know, it was just for me. This opportunity was for me. So I would say that my mom motivated me to keep going no matter what. And man, I feel that sentiment about your mom. And, you know, for a guy who hasn't grown up with his father in his life, for the most part, I man. totally feel where you're coming from. So the fight comes from the people you look up to the most. And you are right. The parents do come first. Yep. My mother was, I, I, I relate to you. Everything you just said, I relate to you. And I think a lot of people listening do relate as well. Yeah. Um, you said you did grow up watching Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, just like everyone else in the who, who was born in the 90s. What developed you into the character that you play in right now? Was it watching the TV show or was it just who you are, your, your yeah. nature? Yes, that's a great question. I mean, I get this question all the time. But I mean, obviously you've seen the show and I would say that... <laughs> Just the writing and stuff is different too, obviously. Uh, with my jazz and, you know, the original Jeff, DJ Jazzy Jeff. And, uh, you know, I even talked to him about it. And I think that, I think the best part about this is that, no, like I didn't have to do any, put it this way. I wasn't in the trailer thinking like trying to tap into DJ Jazzy Jeff. Or, like, no, not at all. I mean, like it's a drama, you know, that was a sitcom. It's different. He doesn't get Hillary. I get Hillary. You know? <laughs> No, I'm playing, I'm playing. But but seriously, I just, I brought myself to the character. Of course, I think what helps is knowing the Fresh Prince, just knowing the basis of it. And subconsciously, I had jazz, you know, in me, in my skin. But at the same time, no, I'll be completely honest. I just, and that's what Morgan, Morgan Cooper, the showrunner, and DJ Jazzy Jeff wanted me to do. They were like, dude, don't even worry about none of that. Just bring you because what I see the character is you already brought it so don't change it, you know awesome. and uh I was like all right man like okay like I do oh. it and I'm I, you know luckily 
people are loving the character. So yeah. I'm happy about that and I'm just grateful, man. That's awesome, man. How is it to work with a cast that seems to gel exceptionally when the cameras are rolling? It looks like you guys are so in sync. So I just want to know, like, how is it to have that chemistry? It just feels like every every single, you know, every single time I watch on a, on a Sunday or a Saturday, just feels you guys are in sync. How is it to work in an environment like that? I think it's a, a privilege, truly. I was just with Jabari and Ali last night. I hang out with them all the time. Cass, Adrian, Coco, Simone, Jimmy. Um, I'm so blessed, seriously. And, yeah. and I'll explain it like this. Um, in Hollywood, there's, there's three different things. It's like you have a job and you can work. Mm-hmm. And y'all don't have to like each other. I mean, I'm sure you've heard like certain movies but like, yeah, like such and such, you can like each other that whole entire movie. But you know you have to do your job. You do. And it's a blessing that it still comes out well if you guys don't gel or mesh. Now, there's also, that, that hasn't been my experience in any, everything that I've worked on. But I've, I've worked on projects where it's not that we don't like each other. It's just like, okay, we get up and when we're there, we have so much fun. And then we go home, we go home, you know, maybe one day out the week, you know, somebody's party or something that's together. Okay. The cast is going to get together and do this. You don't have no problems with anybody at all. There's no, it might be the age difference or anything like that. And you just have fun while you're there. You go home and hang out with your friends. Very, very normal. This right here has been so different, dog. This has been... I don't even know how Morgan casted us in knowing that we was going to be this close. I really couldn't tell you. Uh, me and Jabari, dude, like just like the show hour friends, I mean, like, I can't wait for season two for people to see that on screen because, dude, like, we've become, I'm not going to say, like, best friends or anything, but I'll say that he's like a brother for real. That's awesome. Uh, Ali has become a brother. Me and Simone, I just left Simone's house to come here. That's why my Uber was like. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, yeah. Shout out Simone. Yes, dude. I mean, I, I think that it, it's incredible. I think it's incredible. And the reason why I was late is because she just got back from Pittsburgh and she gave me her keys because she wanted me to check up on her house. Like, we got so close. Like, you only do that with your friends. Yeah. You guys are super so close. I had to go I over there. I, yeah, I had to go over there and give her keys back. Yeah, yada, and came back. Yeah. But regardless, everybody, like, Adrian, dude, he's like a, like an uncle. Jimmy is like an uncle to me, seriously. And I really couldn't even tell you how Morgan, because we we casted this over Zoom, just like this. Usually with the chemistry read, this should be me and Jabari in the same room, actually acting, getting the energy-wise. Mm-hmm. And it was through the screen. And all of our auditions were through the screen. And especially with this pandemic, man, I think it's just crazy how lucky we got. Because even if I was good, I could have been an asshole when we got there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, know what, you know what knows, you know what I'm saying? Real talk. Yeah. We could have been like, oh, just like, you know, and whatever the case, I could have been like, you know, a lily asshole and no one is like oh. nobody is. Mm-hmm. And I really don't, not that I don't know how, because I, because I've met everybody and I know everybody so well now and we're just all good people, but it could have easily gone the other way. It could have easily gone the other way. So I, I, this set has been so easy to work on, like, especially because we're so close. Like I said, my mom always says like, if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. Nice. Not only do I love what I do, I love the people I do it with. So, dude, like, I don't even feel like I'm working at all. I don't. Like, of course, I know I, I got to learn a lot. I got to yeah. call that work, but that's fun for me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Enjoyable to me. And I can't wait to put that on screen and, you know, get the reviews that we've been getting. And that comes from 
trusting the other person working uh, obviously being prepared, but also like, I think the main thing is having fun, dude, having fun and just being vulnerable on that screen. And, I mean, I don't know if everybody's watched the finale, so I don't want to like spoil yeah, it. No, I was going to say, man, you did a great job. Listen, uh, I think, I think, I think your character is just going to be extremely pivotal going down the road. So like how they're implementing you compared to how they did in the sitcom is yeah, two different dynamics and it's awesome to watch. So, but I'm not going to give no spoilers. It's just, yeah, just if y'all haven't seen it, just you know, jazz, jazz gets serious in, in the yeah. <laughs> in episode ten, man. And uh, yep. and I, I just remember shooting that scene, and I t- oh my god, I mean, I would just say because it was a serious scene, I can say that, and like in between scenes, mm-hmm. <laughs> so you, you can't like talk to each other like that because it's so emotional, you know. So mm-hmm. it's like because we'll throw each other off. You saw that scene. You saw how crazy it was. We did that, but at the same time, we like was in the car, like listening to Meek Mill, like going up and they're like, okay, we're ready for you. They was like, okay, now we can tap in. Some people like need like hours to do what we did for real. Yeah. But I think we already understand each other so much. We knew when to really tap in right there. And I mean, it's difficult. Not the not the other way is bad, but there's times where you know you gotta be like, hey man, I can't eat lunch with y'all because I gotta tap in for the scene. I gotta really get into that because I'm getting getting deep. We, it took us like, we just needed like five minutes. We just needed five minutes. So we're like really apart. But then when they cut and they say like, new deal, new deal. It's okay, we shot it this way like six, seven times or whatever. Now we got to change the cameras. So in between those takes, we're not talking to each other. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like we're just Mm -hmm. trying to stay in the moment. But when they say new deal, we have like 20 minutes. We going crazy in the the van, like, you know, just cracking jokes and freestyling and doing stupid stuff. Mm -hmm. And then when they say it's time, we just, we just mess so well, man, that like, I really can't even make, make this up. I don't even know how to really explain it. I'm trying to explain it. Hopefully I'm doing a good job. No, you're doing a great job. You're doing a I'm wonderful you, job. Man, yeah. I'm telling you, I'm so blessed and thankful to work with this exact cast. And because of the reviews and, you know, and ratings and hopefully, and we, we got a season two, hopefully we can do this for seasons to come, just like the Fresh Prince, man. I, I really do hope so. I think I think y'all are going to do great, man. That, that scene was deep. Deep, deep, deep on so many yeah. levels. I'm not even going to get in, into the spoilers, but <laughs> if you haven't watched it, watch it on Peacock, all right? It's streaming now, all right? For real, streaming now. But, yeah, it seems like you got some game. Did you used to, for the, for the folks who watched a couple of episodes, you know, you and Jabari went one-on-one. You used to play ball hey, back bust, in the I was busting his ass, too. Was, <laughs> you were, yeah. busting his ass. Yeah. Really? <laughs> Did, did you play basketball high school, collegiate level at all? I did. Well, I, pl- I played basketball in high school mm. um, and in um, college. I didn't play for the team, mm. but I was always like, but I played every day in the rec. Like after, after you know, after classes, we all go almost like every day. Honestly, almost every day. Yeah. Besides maybe like the weekends, but like every Monday through Friday, we was hooping Monday through Friday. And I'll say that I grew up with a lot of people that ended up playing D1 or ended up going to the pros or, you know, overseas. So I always had that game rocking like, I'm not as good as them, but when I play people who's not, I'm better than him, you know? So a lot of my homies play D1 and I get my ass bust on the court. And I'm like, and also like, they're pros. So like, even if I'm opening, swing them up right back. Like, what are you about? Why am I shooting? Yeah. But then when I'm playing against like my homies and stuff, like, you know, that, that play a little bit or whatever. And they're like, yo, come to this run. I'm getting 30. I'm really like, I'm really working out. <laughs> I'm like, so yeah, I did hoop growing up and I, like my best friend played D1 for Arizona. So 
awesome. And his brother also played D1 for Arizona. So, like, oh, so we hoop all the time. It's a whole Wildcat it, family they got over there. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I, I grew up hooping. Love the game, man. You know, mm. I feel bad for our Lakers right now. But, you know, oh, this, this too shall pass. Let's let's not get into the Lakers right now. <laughs> Maybe next year. Y'all got rid of the coach already, so that's all that matters. Already, already. I started this morning. I was yeah. like, who's, "Who's next? Who's next?" That's what we want to know. Not Russ, right? <laughs> <laughs> Look, man. I mean, at the end of the day, I'll say this about the Lakers. I'll say that the end of the day, I mean, there's two sides. I mean, like, love Russell Westbrook, LA native. You know, that's my dog for real. Uh, he knows that there's like certain games he wasn't playing well. He could have done better. I mean, that, that's just how life goes. You know, you have bad games. He's allowed to have bad games. He's allowed to have bad shooting. Nights. That's what happens in, in, in the game. Yeah. For real. We all know he's an all-of-famer. He's stamped. Um, I just personally don't know how well just they, just, just they gel together. I've seen Russell Westbrook be the MVP. Mm-hmm. But I think that, like, it takes – when you're used to being like the guy with the ball 24 seven and you make all the plays, you make all the assists, you make all the points, you average a triple double, you get all the rebounds and somebody else who like, technically I'm not like shooting on Russ, but mm-hmm. technically like, let's be real. Like LeBron is better than like LeBron is, you know, yeah. the, one of the greatest of all time. I'm a Kobe fan. Of, yeah, like yeah, Kobe yeah. to me is the go. Yeah. It goes, it goes, it goes Jordan one, a Kobe one B <laughs> to me. That's what, that's how okay. it goes. All right. I think Kobe just remixed Jordan. That's fair. People with LeBron first got it, but we're talking about those three. Bron does the same triple double king too, and mm. you know he's like the like the master of this team, the GM, the yeah. the guy, the guy. He's the guy. Yeah, you have thirty and he's forty nine. Like bro, <laughs> so I think it takes a lot for you to do what you've been doing all your career yeah. and to kind of change that play off the ball. Mm. Now you're in the corner spotting up. You never had to do this. Never right. had to do this. So I think that that's a lot, too. Bron said he wants to play with Russell Westbrook. Um, I don't know if he's saving face or whatever the case is. I think that he could be telling the truth. I personally, as a fan, didn't see them gel together. And I just wish that AD was as healthy. I mean, people try to clown AD. They're like, man, this boy made out of glass. Bro, at the end of the day, do you think he want to be hurt? Like, no. Like, like you know no. what I'm saying? People are like, man, he always hurt me. That's what he got. Every time I see him, he hurt. You think that he doesn't kill himself over this? Like, dude, yeah. every time I'm getting hurt. So, I mean, like, if he was healthy and they actually played together, like, they were saying something that they had more starting lineups than wins this season. Mm, yep, yep. So, I'm like, bro, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, it's not an excuse, but that's just the truth, bro. I mean, yeah. like – yeah. No one has more starting, I mean, starting lineups than wins. Yeah. So clearly, we just couldn't get it together this season. I don't know mm-hmm. what's going to happen next season, but I do know people are going to be gone. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're honest about it. Uh, we'll see, yeah. though. We'll see what happens next year. But did you ever see, reverting back to the, you know, Belair and acting side? Yeah. I mean, you have a great shot at being an analyst, by the way. Just saying. Uh, thank you. If you ever want to get into analyzing basketball. I like again. hearing that. Yeah. I like hearing that. Yeah, just... <laughs> Just tap into that if you ever have the time. But, yeah. Did you ever see yourself being in a role that so many people knew about, whether they grew up in the 90s or even the younger generation today with social media? Has it hit you that your role that, you, that you're playing has such an effect on viewers and watchers? Uh, I think that it has hit me. Um, I'll say that it hit me, I think, like, maybe, like, episode four. Um. 
And that's only because, like, when, you, when you're acting, I mean, like, you know, at the end of the day, it's a job, right? So I'm just trying to get on TV any way I can. So I wasn't worried. I'm not, I wasn't worried about but it wasn't like I was at a point where I started and, like, I can be like, oh, I want to do a role. Like, it's so iconic. It wasn't like that. I just mm. happened to be good for this role and the rest is history. But after the first couple episodes and going on Twitter and, and seeing um, just the reviews on my character, um, the majority of it is just all great. The only um, thing people say bad about me is yeah. that like I was short compared to Hillary. But then also, <laughs> I, but I also had a, I, I like kind of went viral. I think I had like 7,000 likes and I kind of clapped back at somebody because I'll talk to people back on Twitter when they talk trash. Yeah. And I was like, you don't worry about height when you when you so smooth like me though. And like it went crazy because more people like people, a lot of people don't care about that. But I saw that. But that's like to say that that's the worst thing I've heard about my character is a blessing. And you mm. know, at the end of the day, you know, that's not, I'm not even gonna put that on me. Like, I don't write the show. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like, mm. yeah, improv and stuff like that. And like, you know, certain lines, like, yeah, makeup and all that stuff. But like the way my character is and his trajectory and his arc. That's what they wanted. So I'm just blessed to be, you know, somebody that everybody likes and is comparing me to the original. Even like, you know, shout out DJ Jazzy Jeff, but a lot of people say they like me more. Oh, like, <laughs> I mean, shoot, my, you know, like my sister say this one's better than the, than the previous one. People I'm have like, the, you know, people you have know. Their the fact that even if one person said yeah. that, I'm like, Dude, what? Like, I watched Fresh Prince my whole entire life, and I love DJ Jazzy Jeff. And you're saying that on this one, you like me more than, like, I don't even know what to say, man. Yeah. And, you know, always humble and everything. I'm just grateful that mm-hmm. I get to play that part. But I think that being an iconic character that everybody's looking for, and, you know, this guy is like kind of like, you know, I always say this, I'm like Will's Jiminy Cricket. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm always giving people wisdom, I'm giving Hillary wisdom, and, yeah. you know, all this stuff. And I'm just like, man, the fact that so many people like me, man, I, you know, you don't, you don't ask for that. You really just ask for an opportunity. And then on top of that, just the cherry on top is the fact that, Hey man, you already stepped into a character that people already liked. Mm. And in a way, sometimes they said that, Hey, you elevated it for it. But I think that has a lot to do with it being a drama too, because there's more substance. Yeah. You know, I, I'll say this with the original, you know, we all know sitcoms, so we don't ask so many questions because it's a sitcom. So when DJ Jazzy Jeff popped up on Fresh Prince, no one was like, okay, what's his backstory? What? Like, no one's going to ask that. It's a sitcom. It's funny. We also knew that Will and DJ Jazzy Jeff were best friends before. So you're not asking that. But mm-hmm. now you see where I come from, off from Compton and like all this stuff. And just the way that I navigate, it just, because it is a drama, it has to have more substance. And I think because more stu- substance is more information and more, you know, I get more ways to kind of judge, you know, like, who this person is or like, you know, his character arc. So I think that, like I said, I mean, it's, it's a blessing to be a part of this, but I wasn't even thinking about that at first. And then once I, like, I went to Twitter and everyone like, Oh my God, I love jazz so much. Oh my God, jazz. You don't need to put jazz anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Jazz, 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 jazz. And I'm like, wow, this is crazy. I just go up there and do my job, have fun and just see how it comes out. You know what I'm saying? So Again, I'm just man. blessed for real. Yeah, you did. You did a great job tapping into something that you're already good at. So Oh, and I'm just going to give you my flowers along the interview, but like, that's probably why they're relating so much to this jazz is because a lot of the people are like you, you know? Yeah. So again, wonderful job. I got a few quick hitters for you. All right. Favorite, Perfect. favorite cast member on, on Bel Air. 
Come on, bro. That's a setup question. <laughs> hey, we all got our favorites, bro. <laughs> you know what? I, I was I, I will say this. I'll say this. Favorite, not as in who I hang out with the most. I'm not gonna do that. But the person that always like surprises me and and um <clears throat> and obviously just a, just a great person, but like person surprises me with like humor, comedy, like saying just stuff that she says is funny. I'm just like, what? Like excited to see what she'll do all day is Cassie. Uh, man. Like, uh, like Cassie is a tremendous actress, tremendous actress. Mm-hmm. And as a, as a young actor, when it comes to, obviously I look up to Jabari, Ali, everybody challenges me, but you know, as people who are seasoned actors, like, you know, forever, they've been in this business for, for years, like way longer than me, Jabari, Ali, Simone. Um, there are people like to look up to and I enjoy watching like Uncle Phil, Viv, Jimmy specifically just because that when I get that age, I want to be that good. And the thing I love about Cass is that her character and she's beautiful on the show and, you know, she's relentless and, you know, she, she wants to take back up and, and, and her painting. And I would say this, she don't act like that though. Like in real life, she <laughs> She is like a jokester, like a comedian. Like she actually used to do stand-up comedy. And people don't know this. <laughs> wow. And it's so funny. So I think that I wouldn't say favorite, because I don't, I can't say favorite, but I'll say like the person that I'm so interested in seeing on set all the time is Cassie. Awesome. <laughs> Cassandra Free. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that answer coming from you, but <laughs> that's why that's why I asked it. So favorite album out right now. Oh, you know what's crazy? Okay, I'm a big Drake fan. I just got I gotta put that on every interview. Every time they ask me about music, I say Drake, 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 I don't want to hear it. People are like, oh, get off him. No, I won't. And I don't care. I don't get embarrassed. Nothing. Drake. But right now, 7220 by Lil Dirk. I don't know why I listen to it every day. It's just it's something about it's something about when you really hood, like when you really are from the trenches, like for real but you have this pain and you can hear it in your music, even though I don't relate because I didn't grow up in the trenches and I wasn't killing people, you know, whatever the case <laughs> is, you know, or catching those cases, whatever. You can hear it in his, in his music and he's very like melodic and he sings and he talks about real stuff and you can tell that he's not lying about what he's talking about. And I think that that is what I relate to most. I think Drake just as an artist just comes out with hit after hit after hit. Yeah. And I think that Lil Durk, Right now, this last album, I don't know why, but I just was like, oh, this dude is really spinning. He's spinning from his soul. Thanks. I'll say two of my favorite artists is Kevin Gates and people love Kevin Gates. But it's the same reason. It's okay. because no matter what he's talking about, even if I can relate to it, I can relate to a lot of stuff he's talking about. But on top of that, he's so brutally honest yeah. that you respect it. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. That's, I'm a big I'm throwing some crazy stuff out. You like yeah. I didn't, it, I'm a big Drake fan, so I was I was I was shocked how you have that 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 balance of Kevin Gates, Kevin Gates, Drake, Those are and my then Drake, part. you know. So that's my favorite. Too. Jabari thinks I'm insane. <laughs> he, like, he thinks I'm insane. He's like, you're Ali. Oh, Ali's like the biggest like music guru. Yeah. I say Kevin Gates and Drake, and he's just like, bro, shut up. We don't even talk about it. Because <laughs> Ali and Jabari do this thing, and Simone too. Well, they'll tell you about a whole bunch of stuff, and I'm like, just so you know, I don't know who those artists are. Uh, <laughs> Like wow. they know everybody. So when I say Drake, not that they don't like Drake, but they're just like, broaden, broaden yourself. Yeah. Broaden, yeah, yeah, broaden yeah. yourself and stop just talking about Drake. And I'll go, no, 
<laughs> no, You're adamant, adamant. It's Drake. Yeah, it's Drake. I don't want to hear it. I feel you. I say the same thing sometimes too. But hey, shoe you could wear to any function. Ones. The ones. Yes. The ones are dunks. Yes. Oh, man. Yes. People think yeah, these the pandas, but if you look closely, they're the bandana yep. Jones. You, you know, wear. I got some exclusive or something. Yeah. <laughs> You can wear those to any function. Ones or dunks, you can wear any, you can wear with a suit. Yep. Done once. Done. Facts. Facts. Any color, right? Any color. Yep. I just got some Safari Jones. Mm. They're like, they both are different, but it's like a leopard on it. I'm going to Coachella, so I copped those the other day. Yep. Crazy. Yep. yep. I agree with you. Ones you can wear anywhere, anytime. And all, and all the Travis Scott's. And of course, you know, you got to have like the bread ones. Mm-hmm. I got the blues. Like, dude, once you can wear with anything. Anywhere. Facts, facts, facts. So, all that being said, Jordan, what's next for you? We, you, we know you, you're working on season two right now, but what's next? Hey, uh, right now there's a lot of, like, not a lot of stuff, but a couple of projects I'm working on, but, I, you know, it's kind of classified as of right now. Um, but just be on the lookout, man. I mean, if you haven't, follow me on Instagram at Jordan L. Jones. And on Twitter, follow me at Jordan L. Jones underscore. And you know, I'll keep everybody updated, but yeah, I got I got a couple things on the way, man. Yep, and where can they watch the Bel Air at? Oh, uh, you already know, man. You can watch Bel Air, all episodes are out right now, stream it right now. Go to your TV, and if you don't have it, download Peacock, man. Peacock is Peacock is starting to boom, too. We, I think I think they're giving out a free month trial, too. I think so, too. Yeah. I think so, too. I think the way it is, it's like peacock is free and you can watch the first episode but then you have to get like premium premium plus yeah. to watch the rest so they'll give you a little a little teaser give you a little taste it's worth, it's worth it though it is worth it for sure yeah. the show is good y'all I'm, and i'm I, I, i'll say this too lastly i think that what i'm also so thankful for is there's a lot of times you're on tv and it's all great because it kind of like all pays the same in a way like depending mm-hmm. on the role like if you're a star here i started probably paying around the same but there's sometimes we're like, you're in stuff that's like, not that good, you know? And, and, and that's okay. Like, you know, it's okay. You know, it's at the end of the day, like, it's a job. But I think the best part about this is that there's certain stuff that my friends and family will be like, ooh, I'm watching you on this show. And then once I get off the screen, they like, turn it off. Mm, and the opposite is right now where like, I got family that hit me up and be like, bro, I was watching Bel Air, man. I, you know, I forgot she was in it. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> It was like, bro, this is so good. You popped up on the screen. I was like, oh, shit, that's my nephew. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so that's, that's dope. That's just, I, I, I would rather that than people be like, oh, yeah, my boy on the screen. Look. Okay, yeah. that's it. We turned off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you. you know? feel so you. this has just been a blessing to work on something that's so good. And something that people literally said we couldn't do. We got so much backlash for this. We got so much backlash for this. And I even, quick story, I turned the role down. I turned it down when I wow. first got it because I didn't have any information. And my manager was like, yo, we got this audition to play uh, jazz in the new Fresh Prince. And I said, absolutely not. <laughs> because I'm like, <laughs> because that's all I heard, jazz in the new Fresh Prince. I said, for what? What are we like, for what? Are we going to do a comedy? Yeah. And I have to do the same type of episodes and stuff? Turn it down. He was like, dude, just give me an answer by tomorrow. Read the script. Read the script. I said, oh, yeah, I'm doing this. Yep. I'm doing this. This is different. The characters are the same and small little tidbits are the same, but this is completely revamped. I don't even like calling it a reboot. People call it the Fresh Prince reboot. It doesn't make me mad, but I'm like, ah, so not a reboot. Nah, it's a it whole a, different, it's, like, it's, a, it's a drama. Yeah. The yeah. revamp. Yeah. It's so, so for people to 
also for people to want to hate on it. People wanted to hate on it. They're like, I'm gonna get Peacock just so I can review and be like, this is terrible. I knew it was gonna be terrible. And for the trailer to drop, and I remember when the trailer dropped, I had this call me, bro. I did not know this was gonna be like this, bro. Like, you know, I wasn't gonna say nothing, but I knew he was doing it for new fresh friends, but I was like, I don't even know if I'm gonna watch this, bro, because they mm. might butcher it for no reason. Seeing the tone and even the cinematography, how it's like each episode is like a movie. Yeah. And just the drama in it and all this. And like, you know, instead of like one little fight, and my mom got, no, it's like <laughs> that one little fight was a crazy thing. Crazy thing. And his mom was, it wasn't just like you moving with your aunt. No, you're moving because I'm scared for your life, you know? Mm. But everything dramatized and people thought that we couldn't do this. Morgan, Morgan said that when we shot the last scene of the finale, like after this, we hugged each other and he just whispered in my ear. He was like, motherfuckers told me I couldn't do this. Look at and you I was I was like, man, that's so crazy for it to be so, so good, honestly. And I'm not just saying that. That's just what the people are saying. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I had a tweet where I said, people, I said, <laughs> I said, people want to know what we what we do if Bel Air didn't do well. And then I put a gif under of Kanye being like, I guess we'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, people, that's but, great. But it was crazy. Yeah, it's on my Twitter right now. That's Ten, great. It was crazy. I'll check that out. Yeah, man, and I, I'm just so glad this is good. And, pe- and the people that wanted to hate on it will say that, man. I wanted to hate on it, but now it's me and my kids' favorite yeah, show. We watch exactly. it. Exactly. Yep. And I'm like, man, that's crazy to prove people wrong. Yeah. Listen, you man, I, I, I'm a big power fan, right? They me got too. A lot of, yeah, they got a lot of, you know, I'm watching Force right now. and I'm not going to lie. I would wait. I would hold Force off to watch, <laughs> to watch Bel Air. No joke. <laughs> Even snowfall, even snowfall. I was gonna say, what, I was gonna say, what about snowfall? Don't lie, yeah, don't lie. even snowfall, man. Because y'all, y'all, y'all be putting it out on Thursdays on Peacock. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. okay, I'm gonna I'm watch this before I watch anything else. That, that's, that's love, I mean. man. Yeah. It's snowfall, my, bro. I watch Power, Snowfall, Snowfall, my favorite show. Yeah, nah, besides yeah. Bel Air, besides Bel Air, besides Bel Air, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, man, Jordan, man, I really do appreciate you for getting on Technical Foul Podcast, man, again. Giving you your flowers, you did an amazing job, and I hope to see more of you. I know I'm going to see, we're all going to see more of you <laughs> do great things on Bel Air, and hopefully it never ends. And there's like a ten seasons, and hopefully, man, hopefully. Yeah. And now, Will, now Will got grandkids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so it's just going to keep going and going. Yeah, and going. I got a family of eight, but you know, hopefully we just keep going. Season ten, you know, I'm old, buddy. Nah, you good. <laughs> Stay young. Stay young. Nah, but yeah, bro. I appreciate you for getting on, man. I hope everything's all right. And I do hope you have a good weekend. Hey, man, man. I, I, I appreciate you for having me. Seriously, man. And uh, it's great just being able to talk freely like this. Seriously. I love awesome. it. Thank you, man. Thank you. Again, have a good one, man. Jordan Jones. Y'all know where to follow him. Watch the show on Bel Air. Peace. Peace, y'all.